Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the hearts of America. There's nothing like it on the web. And we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today's guest is Rick Copeland, who had a successful career in a Fortune 100 company, but left to join a startup and transition to a life of significance. Rick is currently Vice President of Community Partner Ventures with Rev1 Ventures, working alongside entrepreneurs every day to realize their dreams. So welcome, Rick. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be part of the Jennings Wire podcast. Well, it's an honor to have you. And let's talk about this move you made, why you left the safety of a Fortune 100 company to join a startup? That's a great question. Uh, the safety of a big corporation or even a company where you're working for somebody else, I think, is transitory. Uh, business can be affected by many things. People make decisions about your job that may not include you any longer, and you don't have very much control. So what seems like safety really is an illusion. And that's what ultimately led me to leave. So there's an illusion of safety and security. But there also yeah. is the reality of benefits, of a steady income, of knowing where your money's coming from for a while. So it must have took a lot of, you know, chutzpah, for lack of a better word, nerve, to leave something like that for something that had so much uncertainty. It did. It took, it took a lot of guts. Uh, and it also took me not knowing exactly what I, what I was getting into. I had a lot of confidence in myself and the people that I was going to be working with in the startup and uh, learned a lot along the way. But had I known how difficult it would be, I might not have taken that step. But in retrospect, having now known what I'd learned, I would take that step in an instant. It was worth it. All the bumps and oh, bruises, it was all worth it then. It was worth it. It wasn't pain-free. But it was worth it. I think I learned more in that startup environment than I did working for the Fortune 100 company and the companies that I worked for previous to that combined. And I know that once you got the business, your startup up and running, you sold it. Why would you sell something that you put so much of your blood, sweat, and tears into? That's a great question because when you have a startup, you become that startup. Uh, you identify with it. You think about it all the time. It becomes part of your persona and part of your personality. We were the right team to start that company. We weren't the right team to take it beyond a certain level and grow it into a national presence. It took us a while to realize that. And by the time we realized that we weren't the best team to move it forward, we were really in a position where we had to sell the company. And for people that might be listening who are in that corporate world, they're thinking about taking the leap into entrepreneurship, what would be your number one piece of advice? I think that I would get all of my ducks in a row before I made that jump. For instance, I'd have a little bit of cash so that I can tide myself over. We spent about two years in the startup not paying ourselves, and that was not easy. I think also that I would write down the goals for myself and the goals for the business and have one, maybe two or three mentors with those goals in hand quiz me about every month or every three months. Are you meeting these goals? 
And you just mentioned not paying yourself for two years. Yeah, that's a long time to go without a paycheck. So I wanted to ask you about capital because I know obviously in working with you know venture capitalists and so on, uh, this is something you know a lot about. A lot of people are wondering, I have this great idea. I have a good team, I think. But where am I going to get the money to do this? It's a chicken and egg question, and nobody knows the answer to that. But I will tell you, after working for Rev1 Ventures for several years and funding companies, I think the last thing that entrepreneurs or a team of entrepreneurs needs is money. What they need instead is to understand their customer and their market, and they need to spend a lot of time understanding what their customer needs and reflect that in their product or their service more than anything else. Well, but you do need something to get up and going. You do need something. Uh, I'll agree with that. However, we live in a day and age where you can put a business on the Internet within a few minutes. You can uh, use very uh, inexpensive services to do some of the things that you would normally, say, have a marketing firm do. You might find somebody on the web who would do that for you at an acceptable quality for far less. And so, yes, you do need money, but uh, most startups get by the first year or two spending out of a founder's savings or spending very little money, uh, and the founder ends up working 24-7. And what are five things that that founder should do? Successful entrepreneurs, what do they do? Five things. So five things. Number one, hire a personal and business coach. Uh, I've done this myself, and it's made all the difference. Uh, next thing is to stand out, you have to be crystal clear about who you are, what your business is, and who your customers are. I like to tell my entrepreneur clients that clarity attracts and confusion repels. So you can't be everything to everybody. The third thing is create or join a mastermind group. Uh, this would be a group of individuals that are like-minded entrepreneurs who have either been there and done that or are going through exactly what you're going through in terms of building a business right now. Uh, I'm part of a mastermind group, and uh, these guys, uh, we hold each other's feet to the fire. We're in very different businesses. Uh, but we work for each other when we're together in this mastermind group. Then the fourth thing is I would systematize my business and outside, out, excuse me, outsource key activities that require expertise. Uh, these include administrative tasks, but they also include accounting and legal work uh, in addition to marketing. And if you can outsource the things that you're not good at, that frees you up to do the things that you're best at, which is why you started the business originally. And then finally, uh, the fifth thing that I would do, I would seek customer input constantly and be very selective about the things that I listen to and implement in my business for the customers. I would make sure that everything I implement has something to do with the customer need that somebody or a group of somebody is going to pay me for. And Rick, finally, why don't you let our listeners know where they can learn more about you and your upcoming podcast, From success, success to Significance, and everything else that you have working on. Okay. The best place to find me is rickcopeland.com. My last name is spelled C-O-P-L-I-N. There is no E in it, so it's rickcopeland.com. From there, you can get to the podcast page, and uh, you can also find an ebook I've written about pitching your business. I have another book coming uh, out later this fall that will be uh, much more in-depth about pitching called Pitch With Purpose, What to Do Before, During, and After You Pitch to Maximize Your Odds of Success. And this larger book will reflect the ebook that I wrote last year, uh, which is The Structure and How to Pitch Well. 
All right, Rick, thanks again for joining us. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings for the national publicity firm. Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that's just right for you. Till next time.